Welcome to the Michael Rivero What Really Happened radio program. And welcome back to our show, hour number two. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. And uh, we're going to go to Dan in Washington State. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh, Florida's kind of on my mind. It seems to be a, a center of a lot of uh, stupid issues lately. <laughs> but uh, I actually did some Fed posting. I usually don't do that to the uh, Instagram of the uh, Tampa prosecuting attorney because there was a case uh, of a 77-year-old white guy basically got punched in the face by this uh, black guy that was like 36, punched him in the face, killed him, and then basically he just said, well, the white guy said the N-word, and uh, he basically got off. He got two years uh, home arrest. For killing a man, and the whole the prosecutor, the uh, spokesman for the county, Fox News had a story on it, and uh, they just said, "Well, he said this disgusting hate slur," and uh, you know, basically said it's okay because he said the n word, and we we don't even have proof he said it, and even if yeah, he did, that was it's the not first okay. thing I was going to ask on that, but. <laughs> You know, uh, over on Twitter, people are starting uh, to post videos uh, of, uh, you know, misbehaving black people, you know, going after white people. Uh, one that I just uh, saw on Twitter uh, was just this uh, black girl screaming at these uh, uh, people working at a food tent and then just, you know, tipping the whole table over. And we've been seeing yeah. a lot of that lately. And, they, you know, they, they get away with it because nothing is ever done. Yeah, and this is a good case. People say how great Florida is, and it's like, okay, well, the same same crap happens there, Seattle or Los Angeles, anywhere. But but another thing in Florida is you know, you have a constitutional right to hand out flyers if you want to political flyers. Yes, and they're trying to pass this anti hate speech law. Um, and, and you know, I can remember the Republican Party, the so called conservatives against hate crimes laws and hate speech laws because they knew it would lead to this, uh, you know, basically censoring one side of the argument. And uh, that's what they're trying to do in Florida. So the, the they're trying to get DeSantis and, and they're trying to pass a law where if you pass out a flyer talking about Jewish people controlling the uh, COVID outbreak or this or that, uh, they just, they add on a hate crimes uh statute you know so they'll say you're littering or something and then they'll say it's a hate crime because it's motivated by hate and you get five years in federal prison so you know i i'm really watching this This is probably the biggest threat to free speech in a long time and they've already passed israel hates freedom of speech in this country they absolutely (laughs) hate it yeah, and, and they they passed those anti-BDS laws, and uh, that went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court just decided not to hear the case. So, you know, they're violating our rights there, but I'm just getting disgusted that they're, you know, they're, they're the Republicans are trying to say we're anti-woke, but then at the same time, let's see if they uh, don't pass these laws, right? I mean, that's, you can't get more 
woke or anti-white than a law where a white person gets thrown in prison. You get more prison time for throwing a flyer about Israel if they pass that law than you would for uh, killing an old white man, you know? And uh, it's pretty disgusting. So if they do pass it, I'm done with I'm going to protest DeSantis. Uh, I'd rather have... Well, there's something you need to be clear on, on all these laws. DeSantis is not... Uh, proposing these laws. These laws are being proposed by members of the Florida legislature, and, uh, you know, DeSantis has the option of vetoing them. Uh, and and right. so we, we want to be correct in our attributions, like this, uh, this one about uh, uh, bloggers who talk about the government have to register and reveal who's paying them uh, to uh, blog these uh, messages. Over on Twitter, they're saying, well, see, it proves Ron DeSantis is this and that, even though the article they're linking to is saying that it's this other legislator who's proposing the bill. And we still don't know if it's going to go very far. Personally, I don't think so. Um, now, as far as that story about the uh, the old white guy, if you could find the URL for that, I'd like to look into that a little bit more, uh, because, uh, again, we have seen this, uh, you know, very soft touch uh, on the black population, uh, you know, out of some kind of, you know, collective guilt for slavery, which, you know, <laughs> we weren't slaveholders and they weren't never slaves. Uh, and, yeah, uh, when there there is no reasonable control on behavior... Uh, anybody, uh, not just black people, but, you know, Hispanics, whites, whatever, if there's no control and restriction, they're going to start yielding uh, to uh, some of their instincts and, uh, y- you know, and, and things are going to start descending into chaos. Yeah, and, and, and that's, uh, yeah, if you just Google 77-year-old man punched in face, you know, but the, the, that's why I was kind of trolling the spokesman for the, uh, the, uh, prosecutor's office, because he insinuated that, well, if he said the N-word, you know, then it might be okay to punch him and, and kill him. But then, you know, they made the white guy look bad. He had this, he probably sounds like a homeless guy. He had a long criminal record and stuff, but still. Which guy, the black it, guy know, or the you, white guy? The white guy. So the white guy had more of a criminal record, but, you know, still, if he was black, they wouldn't go into his history. They would just say it was a hate crime or something. And so it's just, hey, if you punch someone and they die, uh, it doesn't matter what, what they t- say you. You know, sticks and stones break my bones. Names will never hurt me. You can't tell black people it's okay to punch, you know, old white people and kill them, <laughs> even if they say the N-word, you know. It's like I'm getting mm-hmm. tired of that whole, the immaturity of, of but you know, it, it is these, the prosecutors, the, the county, the people sending this message to these people, you know. Okay, it, well, I'm, I'm looking you know? at the story, okay, and uh, apparently mm-hmm. the white guy was the owner of a shop uh, in which the black gentleman was a customer and, uh, yeah, at least according to the New York Times, a racial epithet was used. Uh, but the uh, uh, the black man who uh, hit the white business owner uh, apparently, you know, did not intend to kill him. Uh, the, the white guy basically fell and struck his head and suffered a fracture. 
and died three days later. So, I mean, it's kind of a gray area there. But, in you know, I, I, I think we give words too much power. We really, really do. And, uh, you know, part of the, the woke mentality is you know that you know words have got power over life and death you know like uh, ancient right. wizards and so forth and uh, you know i brought this issue up uh when dog the bounty hunter was kicked off of his show for using the n-word in a private conversation uh that was leaked by a family member who was not on good terms uh with uh, dog and eventually they brought him back to the show, and there was a, a press conference in Hawaii, which I, I was invited to when I got to interview Dog and uh, uh, his wife. And uh, that was the question I kept asking. Are we giving words too much power over our lives? Okay, and I, I think, yeah, yeah, it's just a word. You know, it's not like I'm going to say a word to you and your hair is going to fall out, uh, you know, or your ears are going to drop off. It's just a word. And we're letting these words have too much power over us. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. It's it's disgusting, you know. So I, I mean, a young guy, thirty five years old. I, I if a black guy called me, you know, a seventy seven year old black guy called me honky or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's not an excuse to punch an old guy like that, you know. And, yeah, well, yeah, that was, uh, that you know, it, 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 it does appear he had provocation, you know, uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those yeah. things that happened. And I don't know why the white guy decided to use that epithet. Maybe the black guy was misbehaving. Uh, maybe he caught yeah. him trying to steal something. You know, we don't really know. Anyway, Dan, I'm going to let you yeah. go here and uh, we're going to go to Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? What isn't on my mind, young man? Uh, and by the way, hello to uh, Miss Claire, and mm-hmm. for her to have a fun weekend for that matter, as well as you and the rest of the gang there. Um, uh, for one thing, I'll take that hundred and fifty thousand that they're offering uh, to, uh, to uh, change their sex one way and then go back the other way. I'll take the money. Well, I, I, I don't know if the deal applies if you're de, uh, detransitioning, and it's not like you get to put the money in your pocket. The doctors will get the money. Darn. Because I was going to say, yeah, sorry doing about that. that. Yeah. Because mm. I could invest that real quickly. <laughs> Go figure. Um, hey, better in my pocket than the doctor's pocket. But anyway, aside from that, as far as the child that. Uh, back and said there are only two sexes to the this drag queen teacher instructor whatever the heck they, I didn't I admit, I was not very clear on that part I missed that well one. Uh, yeah basically uh, the uh, the drag queen who was teaching the class uh, you uh. know uh, when the kids said there are only two genders uh, the the drag queen said you're upsetting me and basically kicked the kid out of the classroom uh, which is not a rational logical debate and uh, uh, again, as Bill Maher said, uh, you know, they, they absolutely don't want to have uh, any kind of a debate. It's just do what we say, think what we say, and, uh, you know, sig heil, sig heil. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, for one thing, I think that child deserves a straight A right off the bat, or A plus at least, because uh, I applaud them. And two, there's only two physical sexes unless they happen to have both in the same body, which makes them either... Uh, hermaphroditic or intersex or whatever the terminology is this day and time. As far as there being 72, they have to relate that to 
sexual orientation, which I'm trying to figure out how in the world you come up with 72 to begin with. Uh, that's well, I'm sure somebody's making a lot of money coming up with that. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the idea that there are 72 genders, uh, it, it shows how ridiculously extreme this has all become. Well, it's not just that, but they're stretching. They're trying to reach a, a goal of trying to perplex the human being's mind as to what's going on in reality. And quite frankly, they've lost sense of reality. Uh, well, you're, you're right on that first part. I mean, all this stuff about destroying our history and transgenderism uh, and everything, it's all about destroying our sense of self, our sense of identity, which well, is going to make I'll it give, easier to control us. I'll give you that. And quite frankly, as far as destroying the history is concerned, when I hear about the monuments being uh, destroyed or moved or whatever, excuse me, you destroy it, then quite frankly, the future generations start questioning why this, why that. They have nothing to look back on for reflection because literature is being adulterated. So they don't yes. really know where the U.S. came from, where their people came from. They have no clue as to what the Constitution and Bill of Rights is about because all of it's been destroyed and how it came about is being destroyed. So quite frankly, you're, being, uh, you're basically having a generation of very ignorant children that haven't a clue, one, as to what's going on, except for what's on that toy that they're playing with and not paying attention to where they're walking in the street. So I'm going off on a tangent. Have to overlook me. But anyway, I, I'm just annoyed. So whenever I'm out in public, I start questioning uh, parents uh, about that. And they're like, you know, that's a good point. Uh, I'll address it if I see it. Mm -hmm. Flat out. So uh, with that... Uh, have a great week. Have a fun weekend. I'll have lime coconut and pineapple macaroni and the variants. All right. Well, thank you very much for the phone call. And we have open lines, 512-248-8252. And we're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, yeah, I'm just going to piggyback off the first caller. What was his name again? I heard it. I forgot it. Dan in Washington State. Yeah, Dan. Hey, I like Dan. He always puts out some good stuff there. Uh, you know, these hate speech laws, and like I said yesterday, you know, you can thank, quote-unquote, the handsome truth for giving this gift to the Jewish community, to the Jewish political apparatus, put it that way. And, you know, he moved to Florida, and, was, and then he had these pamphlets, and then the uproar, and then the day of hate hoax, and all this enables uh, more hate speech laws. And But these hate speech laws, you know, they will claim that all oh, they're, they're to keep people from performing violence against uh, a protected group. But what they really are is to silence the victim from, from, from pointing out his, his uh, attacker. It's basically like if you're in a store and you're being robbed or if you're being assaulted and it's organized crime doing it, it's the mafia shutting you up. <laughs> it's it's also very Noahide. If you're familiar with the Noahide laws, and this Monday and Tuesday is Purim, so this is a, a Purim gift to the mafia, and uh, that's all I have. Uh, you want to comment on it? Uh, well, getting on back to the idea of hate speech, uh, you know, first of all, the truth is hate speech to anybody who's got something to hide. And, you know, hate speech is just a label that's used to attack free speech, you know, uh, overall. 
uh, because uh, there's no real definition of hate speech. Uh, it's just easy for somebody to stand up and say, well, that's hateful speech because it hurts blah, blah, blah over here. And uh, it's, it's just another tool of censorship. Whatever happened to equal protection under the law? Uh, that seems to have gone away. I mean, there are favored groups, you know, certain uh, minorities, certain orientations, certain uh, whatever. And, uh, you know, there's a new social ladder. Uh, and unfortunately, white heterosexual Christian males are at the bottom rung. Yeah, well, our country is dead. All right. Thank yeah. You. All right. Bye bye. Okay, bye-bye, and we're going to start with Redneck in New Mexico, and I'm going to have to take you through the commercial break. What's on your mind? Mike, I sent you a snapshot of it. says episode 408. It would be about Vinman. I don't want to give the guy's podcast away, but he's a trusted source. Did you see that yet, or don't you have it from No, I haven't seen that yet. I'm way behind okay. on my emails. <laughs> Vinman's over there, and that would be what? Uh, officer, retired Vinman? Yeah. He, um, he's playing middleman with the uh, stuff going over there. Okay. You mean and to Ukraine? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think you might want to take a glance at that. Well, I will. I'm... <clears throat> I'm not seeing it in, up, in uh, uh, a brief. Uh, I'll, I'll look for it after the radio show, okay? No, that's good, Mike. Hey, go ahead. Don't worry about holding me over. Uh, okay, well, fine. Thank you very much for the phone call. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. And I'm going to sneak in a little bit uh, news uh, before the commercial break here. Uh, story coming on out of the Daily Mail Pedophiles are now exploiting virtual reality environments like the metaverse uh, to basically groom and court children. Uh, this, according to an NSPCC investigation, data shows that UK police forces have recorded eight examples where virtual reality spaces were used for child sexual abuse image crimes. Now, the metaverse, which is primarily driven by Meta's Mark Zuckerberg, is a set of virtual spaces where you can game, work, and communicate with others who aren't in the same physical space with you. And uh, I've seen a couple of demonstrations of it, and it's, it, it's kind of cool and, you know, uh, geeky and everything. Uh, but apparently people are setting up these virtual spaces uh, to trade all of this information. And... Um, one of the things that liberalism and wokeism has done is they've created the ultimate permissive society, which, coupled with the anonymity offered by the Internet, has allowed certain segments of the population to give free reign to some very, very nasty behavior. And I would like to see <clears throat> that uh, stop here. Okay, uh, up in Oakland, the uh, mayor, who's very left-wing, has fired the chief uh, a police who uh, criticized defund the police. And uh, apparently, no, you don't question that. And, of course, every place where they've defunded the police, crime is soaring. Okay, we're going to take a break here for commercials. Our phone, we've got open lines, 512-248-8252, and we'll be right back.
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Corporations, Wall Street and the banks rule our politicians. They don't deserve our thanks Then they tell us The banks are too big to fail When the banksters all need to be in jail And welcome back to our show here. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to John in New York. Hello, John. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, thank you, Michael. Uh, I really appreciate your efforts. Um, I wanted to hear more about any opinions on why Yellen went to Ukraine. Have you ever heard of a Treasury Secretary going to an open theater of war? 
Uh, I know. No, I can't say that I ever have, but I would presume that uh, Janet Yellen wanted a face to face with Zelensky, uh, maybe to make sure that Hunter Biden's checks are in the mail or some such. Uh, But again, you know, the flow of money is continuing from your pocket to Zelensky's pocket. And, uh, you know, the U.S. government seems perfectly satisfied with that. And a Fed chairperson going into the Treasury position is unique, I believe. Um, You follow this more closely than I do, uh, but uh, I like to watch the money, and definitely this is a little unusual. Maybe these are the hard assets that they're transferring from eventual usage. Well, it's it's hard to know what's going on. I mean, uh, they may be thinking uh, that a Federal Reserve uh, expert uh, is going to help get the economy back on track. Uh, but again, there's a clear conflict of interest because the Federal Reserve uh, does not exist to serve the American people. It exists to serve itself and generate a profit for its owners. And uh, that that is a conflict of interest, which I think should be very troubling to our legislators. But apparently they're they're okay with it. Yeah, well, keep on doing what you're doing. You're great. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we're going to let you go now and switch to Tom in Florida. And Tom, I'm probably going to take you through the next commercial break. What's on your mind? Yeah, good day to you, Mike. I'll make it kind of short today, but. You know, you know, one of the callers calls in all the time, and uh, you know, it's, uh, it's it's like we got to sing kumbaya, kumbaya. That you know, uh, we all should get along. You know, it doesn't work. You know, I'm living in the real world, Mike. I'm living in reality here. The reality is, uh, these people are not coming to compliment. They're coming to eat our lunch and take our jobs. So you know, this uh, crap about kumbaya nonsense has got to come to an end because we're uh, we're the ones that are being exposed as the bad guy, like dog, and we're not the bad guy. We're the ones that gave them everything. Okay, why why ask? Like, why are they sending all these Afro-American, uh, Afro, Afro, uh, Africans to Maine? Why are they going to Maine, Mike? Why not Atlanta? Why? Why not the North um, Carolina? Why are they going I to Maine? I don't know. They may just... I don't know. Uh, it, it, it may be, you know, uh, that, that a lot of these... Uh, uh, immigrants are, are being dished out to try and change the demographics uh, in uh, Republican strongholds. But Maine is, uh, if I recall correctly, is already Democratic. Yeah, well, that's true because you have a lot of uh, licky, kissy, touchy, feely uh, leftists up there with their nonsense with Bolshevikism, Marxism. And, you know, Mike, uh, you know, singing kumbaya, kumbaya, we should all, that doesn't work, man. It's not working. Seriously. And no, no matter it how isn't. you cut it, it's not going to work. Exactly. It's not working, and it's not never going to work. And you know what? I, I live in South Florida, Mike. I, again, I, I'm going to have to tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll repeat myself like a broken record. Not one white male, Anglo-Saxon. And by the way, the Saxons came out of Germany, which is right next to England, I believe. I, I mean, I, when I studied about that, it was kind of amazing. But, yeah, Mike, uh, there's not one one commissioner, what, what, not one representation of any white Caucasian anglo on the south, uh, any of the boards, except in Broward County, you might have a few. And that's being taken over by the Quebecers from Quebec, Canada. They're, they're, they're moving down here in droves. They have all yes. thousands and thousands of them have vacation homes there in Hollywood, Florida, in Hollywood, the Quebecers. So, yes. you know, and, they're, and, they're, and they can be quite rude, let me tell you, Mike. They can be quite rude. There's some nice ones. That was Both not my experience rude. in Canada, but uh, I'll take your word for it. Now, there's some nice ones, I won't lie. 
but there's a lot of rude ones. You know, they think like, oh, because they own two houses. You know, <laughs> you know how it is. They can go from, uh, they got dual citizenship. Well, that's not the arrogance of Quebecers. That's the arrogance of the rich. Yeah. Okay. We'll put it that way. You're right. So anyway, Mike, now, and I want to go back to the immigration uh, for a minute. Mike, uh, California is totally gone. Totally. And that yes. country, that, that state will never come back to its glory. When you had the Beach Boys and all these, you know, Dis- Walt Disney had Disneyland and all that. That, that, country, that state's gone. Yes, and, it and is. One time back in, back in 20, uh, Mike, I didn't realize this. And my brother told me this. In 2000, uh, 2003, they had billboards all over California called the Land of Milk and Honey. It was the 15th largest economy up to that time. Around 2006, California was going into bankruptcy. Yes. Because of all the illegals. California had one of the strongest economies in the world. And now look at it, Mike. It's, 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 it's destroyed. It's terrible what's happened. It really is. It's terrible. And it's been allowed by, guess whom? The people who stole the vote from the people who are actually, uh, you know, God-fearing and gun-loving. Uh, they stole it. They stole, they're still in this country. Okay, Tom, Tom, i got to put you on hold. Don't hang up. I'm going to come right back to you after these words from our sponsors. You got it. You got it. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite. A garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call one 877 928-8822 that's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two month supply of either capsules or liquid Extend your life with Extendivite Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic the world's largest confederate store located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Welcome back to our show here. We're talking with Tom in Florida. And Tom, if you could just sort of pick up where you left off, we'll be fine. Tom, are you there? Uh, Okay, we lost Tom, so let's go to Chris in Virginia. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, hey, Mike, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Just, um, good, good. Um, I was calling. I had a couple. One thing you were we were talking about the the, 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 the whole pedophile issue. Um, well, just to set the table, basically, we know we know now that the bureaucracy of our country is full, chock full of pedophiles, right? Well, um, it's hard to estimate how many there are, but there are definitely some. And, uh, you know, they were uh, targets of the Jeff Epstein uh, honey trap and blackmail operation. Okay. Well, basically, my my point is when you hear about, like, there's a a mayor, I believe, out in California that was recently convicted of child porn charges. Yes. Like 56 counts or something like that. Um, 56, I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, look, they can put child porn charges on anybody. You know that. They can just get it. They can plan it on on, on you. We, they're, they're doing that. But, but I don't know that they're – I can't prove that they're doing that. But let's just say that they do evil things, and why wouldn't they do that? So um, the, the, my thing is when I see a headline about a pedophile or somebody got caught with, with child pornography, is that person, you know, they, they wanted to prosecute that person because – we already know that there are corrupt DAs that are letting criminals loose. So the ones that do get convicted, prosecuted, or are ones that it's political. So that's kind of well. The, the uh, that's a possibility. I don't think it explains all of them. And most of these uh, uh, child uh, sexual crimes uh, are discovered because the the government runs online stings where they'll, uh, you know, join social media uh, pretending to be an underage girl and, uh, or, you know, and, and try and solicit, uh, you know, uh, real underage, you know, uh, uh, girls or, or boys. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, very often, you know, there are a lot of uh, adults posing as children on social media 
uh, trying to connect with others. And some of them fall into the sting traps, and that's how they get uh, caught on that. Right. I guess where I was going was if you've got a government that's chock full of pedophiles, or there are many of them, in positions of power, then isn't it interesting that really what may be happening is they're going, oh, hey, there you go, American public. Here's some more pedophiles that we caught out here. Meanwhile, they're just doing whatever they want behind the scenes. That, that's well, the maybe they're that removing was... the competition, but we know it's a problem. I mean, there was that Franklin scandal. Uh, you know, they worked really hard to bury that one. That was, that was actually going to air uh, on, uh, I think it was uh, uh, PBS. And, uh, you know, PBS was threatened with new laws that were going to strangle its operation, and uh, they never aired the documentary. And uh, somebody bought up all the VHS copies of the documentary and destroyed them, but fortunately there was an editor's work tape uh, that they missed, and that has been posted on social media for quite some time. Oh, it's fascinating. I never heard of that. Oh, oh, yeah, just uh, Google. Yeah. Well, don't use Google. They'll block it. But uh, go to, like, DuckDuckGo <laughs> yeah. or Yandex and uh, uh, Google the Franklin scandal, and you'll find a lot okay. of material about that. Okay, he's still there? I guess not. All righty, uh, let's see. We have open lines, uh, 512-248-8252. Uh, Tom in Florida called back, so we're going to go to him. Tom, uh, can you just sort of pick up where you left off? Well, yeah, Mike, uh, what, I, 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 was getting, uh, I don't know what happened there, but I, uh, what I want to talk about now, Mike, is the situation with uh, the border wall. Uh, you know, Donald Trump try, did try, and I want to hear some uh, liberal uh, RBN caller call in, one of them in particular. Uh, uh Donald Trump said he could have finished the wall. He was at the CPAC or this conference yesterday, and he said they only needed another fourteen billion, three thirteen to fourteen billion dollars, and they could have the wall completed. But they're giving hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine, Mike. Yeah, what is this all about? What is this? Well, the the, the, the liberals want those borders open. Uh, they want the cheap labor coming on in. Uh, they want the future Democratic voters. Uh, we don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, the the drug cartels. Uh, appear to have penetrated our government as thoroughly as the gangsters did during Prohibition. Absolutely. Look what's going on in Arizona, Mike, with uh, uh, yep. this Katie Hobbs. She should be put in prison. Mike? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. they, they have to prove the allegation. I mean, it, it's not been proven yet. Uh, but there does seem to be a substantial amount of uh, uh, evidence, in particular the uh, the, the the phony deed uh, racket that may have been the money laundry. Okay, right, exactly. Mike, explain this to me, though. I just saw on Newsmax and Breitbart, they just reported on it. Uh, according to Breitbart and Newsmax, it was $9 billion left over in weaponry in Afghanistan. Yes. I don't know if that's small arms. I don't know what it was, if it was rockets or bazookas or whatever. Oh, it was everything. It was the, even weaponry. aircraft. Okay. There was one report that there was uh, 80-some billion dollars. Not a report I saw on Breitbart today was $9 billion. Okay, so I don't know what the story is. I don't know if it's $86 billion, $87 billion, or $9 billion. That's what Breitbart's reporting in Newsmax. So we'll say it's, we'll, we'll meet in the middle, Mike, and say it's $35 billion. $35 billion, but you're allowing your country, the United States of America, to be invaded. With all these illegal aliens, and the health care alone is going to explode. It's going to blow the, the medical uh, situation in this country. It's ready to explode. It's exploding here in South Florida. I can tell you right now, Jack's in the hospital talking about going bankrupt again. 
they're, 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 they, they need so much money from the federal government because of all these uh, medical problems that all these people are bringing in here. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, Mike, I got to tell you, my friend has called me today. Uh, he's a Cuban-American. And he told me that uh, Biden gave special, he gave a 90-day reprieve for all Cubans that want to come to the United States. They don't have to go through uh, visa and all that. They can basically just go to their embassy and they can uh, uh, scream uh, that you have to come see their relative and, they, and they're going to get a, uh, a free lift over to Miami, South Florida, Hollywood, Fort okay. Lauderdale, whatever. So what is that all about, Mike? i tell you what I think it is. This, these these uh, demon rats realize they need to try to get more Democratic registered voters, so they'll bring anybody here. And, and let them know that oh, it was the Democrats who bring them, brought them here. So now you you can you got to vote Democrat. <laughs> yeah, Mike, it's crazy, you know. And, and you know when you go to get a driver's license here in Florida, they they want they uh, want you to know your registration, Republican, Democrat. And I blow their mind when I tell them an independent. Oh, what's an independent? They never heard of an independent, Mike, at the driver's license bureau. Can you yeah, believe that? Yeah. They freak out when you tell them you're an independent or you're some other third party. So they they want to basically have a rule of you on the computer to know everything about you. <laughs> it's unbelievable what's happened in this country. And, you know, Mike, going back to the border, it's for the life of me, Mike, if one American gets murdered by an illegal alien in your show, that's why I love your show so, Mike, because you, you're the one that hit it. If one American gets murdered by an illegal alien, Mike, that's one, one too many. And that's what the I government agree, of the yes. United States, their ass should be sued off into billions of dollars. I, don't, I think every angel mother and father can prove their case. She get multiple hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes, Mike, you agree with that? I know it's bankrupt. The country uh, I agree with that. It's not going to happen, but I agree with that. Uh, you know, I mean, we have a government that is openly violating its own laws. I mean, we have laws on the book regarding how illegal crossers of our borders are supposed to be uh, uh, treated and uh, what can happen to Americans who uh, offer assistance to these illegal immigrants. Uh, transportation, housing, employment, uh, those are all Title Eight violations that carry a significant amount of jail time. Okay, Mike, uh, one more thing, I'll let you go. I, got, I had to take care of a uh, uh, situation. Uh, Mike, uh, here's the deal. I just want to say this, and I'll let uh, another call come on. Mike, if we keep poking the bear with Ukraine, Russia, and we're, we're going to keep trying to go into World War III of China, because that's going to be this can potentially going to happen soon, a Taiwan invasion, uh, and we're going to allow our country to be breached like that, Mike, what, what is the future for the United States? What's going to happen internally? What's going to be the internal uh, conflict? Well, we're, we're basically, you know, if we are insane enough, if our government is insane enough to go to war against Russia, China, and Iran, we are going to lose. And uh, whether the government will resort to nuclear weapons or biological weapons, which I'm convinced they have been planning for and preparing for for years now, uh, <clears throat> it, it's going to be a, a bad situation. Uh, you know, we could drive the entire world into a new dark ages. Absolutely correct, and that's how I feel that what's potentially going to happen in this country, Mike. Like you've been saying, the Kukarachis are going to take over, and <laughs> it's, it's sad to say, but yeah, Mike, you know, we, well, a lot of people, ah, I, I, I got time, ah, they want to sing Kumbaya, but you know what, there's no Kumbaya. That's right. Try to tell that the Nazis in World War II to sing Kumbaya, <laughs> or any, any war, civil war, any, you know, yeah, you can try, yeah, you're going to try to peace, but you know what, eventually you got to, look, the ultimate arbitrator is a sword. That's what Teddy Roosevelt said. He said it best. Yes. It's not the pen. It is the sword because you got to revert to brute force to take uh, what you want in this world. That's, that's just how it is. I, I hate to say that, but 
uh, we, we see that in everywhere, Mike. We see that everywhere in, in, in how it is right now. It's just, it's like we're playing right now in gladiator politics. You know, yes. <laughs> demon rats are, they're lying and conniving their A's off to, to put us all in discombobulation. And that's what they've done. We were, we've become a country of discombobulated imbeciles. And we don't know yeah, which well, way we're up being driven that way. This gets back to what I was saying earlier in the show, that the goal of wokeism is to destroy our sense of identity, our sense of self, in order to more easily control us. Exactly. You know, Mike, you, you said it a month back. I think it was a month ago you were talking about, we were talking about uh, the Green New Deal and uh, these electric cars, Mike. Electric yep. cars are never going to work in the, in the, potentially in the long run, Mike. No way. You got to always stay with the combustion engine or uh, maybe a hydrogen engine. You can't use electric engines. Are you serious? No, man. It's not going to. It's not really going to work. How, how is it feasible? I want to know what the feasibility is of electric cars. No way. Well, the, the feasibility no is there. The big stumbling point uh, is twofold. One, they're very expensive. The batteries are expensive. Uh, you know, people are getting these uh, electric vehicles and these electric bicycles, and the batteries are so expensive that when they wear out. Uh, they don't just buy a new battery. They figure, heck, for that much money, I'll just buy a new bike or a new car. And it winds up being even more wasteful than people who have, uh, you know, internal combustion engine cars. And the big problem that nobody wants to talk about is where is all this electricity for these electric cars going to come from? Uh, and it's going to be from coal and oil-fired power plants, which are already running at their maximum output which means the more of these electric cars uh, hit the road, the more likely we're going to see rolling blackouts just trying to keep them all charged. Absolutely. And I also believe that environmentally this is going to be a utter disaster with all these uh, batteries. That got, uh, <laughs> I just see number a disaster of electric cars, Mike. That's what I've seen a few times. Well, the batteries we, are uh, mostly recyclable, uh, but the real environmental damage is from the mining of the materials to make the battery. Uh, you know, it, it, it's open okay. pit mining, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's tons of material and a lot of energy to make these batteries. Uh, it doesn't really pan out, but it fits the narrative of humans must do something uh, to uh, save the planet Earth, even though the temperature has not risen in the last 15 years. And, uh, you know, that's right. how, how uh, commerce works. You know, you sell them a product, then you tell them the product is dangerous and no good, but you've got a new product that you're going to move them to. That's what they were thinking when they were talking about banning gas stoves. Okay, and uh, they've backed off of that now. But that's basically it. Uh, You know, we're going to ban gas stoves and force you to buy something new that we decide for you. Yeah, right. Hey, Mike, I'll let you uh, this thought. I have a buddy who has a a car made in Germany called the Golf. You ever heard of the Golf diesel? You know, he told me that car gets to the mileage. Mike, a car is getting 48 miles to the gallon. Seriously, you got to go to electric cars? If you can make engines, you can get 48 miles with... uh, uh, combustion like diesel or gas i think you know you don't need electric cars do you well uh i'm, I'm having trouble hearing you but basically uh the the big problem right now is that, is how long it takes to charge one of those electric cars if you're going on a road trip and you are away from uh, your home charging station then you have to stop at a charging station and just wait and wait and wait and wait for the battery to recharge and uh, that makes it very uh, impractical for long-distance travel. But, you know, they're also pushing these, you know, 15-minute cities. They, they want to get us out of the vehicles entirely, and you're just going to walk everywhere you need to go. Yeah, well, I was saying, Mike, the, 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 the Germans came out years ago 
engines that are getting 48, 50, uh, 8 miles to the gallon on combustion engines. And I don't think you need electric cars. you got engines that can get that kind of get mileage out of, uh, out of fuel, uh, diesel fuel or gasoline. So I think it's all been a big scam. And, you know, this environmental, these wacko environmentalists are nuts. They're trying to do Fact, yeah, I mean, if they're so concerned about the environment, what about the billions and billions of these face masks that people were just dropping all over the ground during the, the whole COVID thing? I mean, you know, they're, they're now showing up in rivers, lakes, the ocean. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't see Greta Thunberg out there saying we've got to clean up that toxic. Ma- I mean, they should be treated as medical waste in theory because they're, they're catching all these, uh, you know, viruses, which they don't really. But, I mean, that's the claim. And so they should have been treated like medical waste. And they weren't. They were just thrown uh, in the trash. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, that, that's causing a lot of damage to the environment. Absolutely correct, Mike. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the outcome is, Mike, if uh... – like I said on your show yesterday, Michael, Trump doesn't come back in 24. I, I believe the country's totally over. If the demon rats of Biden, bumbling imbecile gets back in there, or Kami Harris, Mike, it's over. <laughs> it is, it's well, over. It, it is over. I mean, the country that I was born into uh, is long gone, and I do not like the direction uh, that the nation right. is going. I mean, you know, when you're young, you, you look forward to the future because it's going to be better than uh, what you yep. knew. And there, there are certain aspects of it uh, that, uh, you know, we didn't have yep. as a kid, you know, like the iPhone and the iWatch and everything, and they're cool. Uh, but sociologically, you know, we're, we're headed in a very, very bad direction. Anyway, Tom, we're getting Absolutely. short on Thanks. time, and uh, we're going to skip our last commercial break and go to Miles in Maine. Hello, Miles. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Michael. Uh, you know, I just wanted to run something by you here. The Constitution was made for people, and uh, this is relating to this Biden world health care arrangement, world health WHO arrangement. But the Constitution was made for people. Treaties were made for corporations. How is can he combine these two and interfere with the people's right to choice? There's the right to live their lives and be treated. Uh, in the fashion that they so selectively choose. I don't understand that. Well, he's, you know, uh, he's, he's breaking U.S. law because, uh, you know, signing this agreement with the World Health Organization under the Constitution, it has to be ratified by the Senate. Uh, but, uh, you know, Biden is saying, well, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do it, stroke of the pen, law of the land, and so forth and so on. Well, yeah, no, I don't think the stroke of his pen means he gets to enslave us into uh, in, uh, encrypting Well, he us seems into... to think so. Yeah, so it's a kind of kind of a ridiculous kind of situation there. But hopefully, these people are going to wake up and do something about it, and quit taking it, and quit getting punched in the face and killed by minorities, and and start defending themselves. Um, well. It was good to it's, hear. It, it almost hear. seems inevitable. I don't like it, but it does seem inevitable. Anyway, Miles, uh, thank yeah. you very much for the phone call. We're going to go to Laura in Michigan. Hello, Laura. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, hi Mike. Hi. Hey, I heard on Glenn Beck that 86-year-old Diane Feinstein has uh, shingles, mm-hmm. which means she's out of commission. Now, doesn't that kind of even up the Senate now? 
Uh, generally, yes, except that for some magical reason, John Fetterman is still doing business at the Capitol building, even though he is uh, supposedly at Walter Reed uh, Hospital. And, uh, you know, I imagine they'll just find a, a way to work around Dianne Feinstein. They'll set up a Zoom link or something like that. Yeah. I also heard that Biden signed us up again for another year of an emergency is that correct? Uh, I actually had not heard that. Uh, you're talking about the COVID emergency? Just the yeah, emergency, yeah. Okay, because, I mean, there's there's a whole number of states of emergency. Uh, many of them are perpetuated simply because it does give the president more power and authority. Uh, but uh, uh, I assume I you're talking about COVID, about. and I had not heard that. I'll look into it. Okay, good, good. Uh, I'm just very worried. I got friends, they're packing up right now to go to the Ukraine, take coats and stuff and medicines. I said, you guys don't realize how dangerous it is. They said, well, they'll, they'll tell us when they're going to bomb. It's, oh, oh, really? You're going to trust people? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, is that crazy? Well, you know, there are people who, um, you know, make these choices and decisions, and, um, you know, that's their freedom of choice to do. Uh, I certainly wouldn't volunteer to go anywhere near that part of the world. Uh, no. And, uh, I mean, even Biden, when he visited Kiev, he didn't fly in, in Air Force One. Uh, he landed in Poland and took a train so that nobody right. knew where he was or, or, or what he was doing until he actually showed up, you know, uh, in Kiev. I think they just end up helping the the Zelensky side because they bring those they take the medicines away from them and the coats and whatever. Yeah, they're just helping them. I'm just really irritated about it, but they won't listen to me. Okay. So yeah, I'd like to find out about that state of emergency that you signed us up for. All right, I'll look into that. I had not caught wind of that. It's been a very, very busy day. Okay, okay. Thank you, bye. All right, thank you, and we're going to go to Alan in North Dakota. Hello, Alan, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike, why do you give uh, Tom in Florida so much time? He was on there for 20 minutes, and it's the same thing every time. Rewind. Yeah, you're, you're right. I do need to sort of rein him in uh, because it is always the same rant, and... Uh, you know, it does take time away from other callers. Okay, thanks, Mike. All right, thanks an awful lot, and we're going to go to Richard in New York. Hello, Richard. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Two things. One, people that are going to Ukraine right now for the war or whatever, you're caught. And I believe that those types of people are the same people as Antifa BLM, or that those people already went over there. Maybe not that woman's friends, but there's going to be a lot of people that were Antifa BLM that were doing crimes over here in other parts of the world, I believe, that went over to Ukraine and have probably already gotten killed, and they're going to be used as, like, an Iceman. So they're already dead, but they'll wait until later on and then mention all these people that died that were already dead, that were horrible criminals, but try to act like they were good civilians to try to do the right thing. So I see that for Well, it's an, uh, an intriguing unfolding. possibility. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, the war is basically stalled, not just in the military sense, but in terms of public support. 
And, uh, you know, uh, right yeah. now, Washington, D.C. Uh, has to be panicking. Uh, the COVID hoax is falling apart. The climate hoax is falling apart. The Ohio uh, rail disaster, uh, they're not able to keep a lid on the dioxins. Uh, the vote fraud issue uh, is, uh, again, uh, coming. It's, it's all coming apart around them. Mm-hmm. And they're desperate to get a war going because they think a war will distract us all away from the crime and corruption and the cover-up and so forth and so on. It won't, but that's what they're thinking. And the only way to get the war really going is there's going to have to be a false flag, and it's going to have to be worse than uh, the the World Trade Towers. It's going to have to be really, really big, so shocking that people won't dare take the chance it's not real. Okay. Well, um, another thing is that the Constitution is made for actually... I believe the AI on purpose because you can be a person, an entity. Um, you don't have to be an actual human being. And if an AI is supposedly conscious, like they're trying to say that GP chat, the, the whatever, the chat bot thing had feelings or something, which I, I believe that could just be people programmed. Either A, it's programmed when you ask those questions, or B, Okay, it's not just... the chat GPT that's thought to be uh, uh, self-aware. It's the, it's the uh, Google's competing system, which I forget what the name of that is. Uh, but look, they've already oh, declared Aladdin. corporations you know to be persons, uh, you know, with the, uh, 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 the Citizens United uh, Act. And corporations are now considered citizens for the purpose of the First Amendment, allowing them to engage in politics without restriction. Right, and then there, and then if it's all about money, they'll be able to buy everybody up. So we have to take money out then for sure, for sure. So, anyways, um, but when it comes to the AI, you, do you know about the uh, Aladdin? It's a Wall Street. Uh, I've I've heard about it, you know, and if I were younger, I would love to get into AI. Uh, I have a relative who's an expert on it. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an old guy, and this takes up all of my time, so I can't do hobbies anymore. Well, anyway, Richard, uh, thank you very much for the phone call. The music is playing. The show is over. Stay tuned for the National Intel Report. B is taking the microphone tonight. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to donate. Have a safe weekend, especially if you're in the path of this horrible weather. We'll be back on Monday. Aloha, America. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Complicit news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cups. There's this wonderful thing it's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death.
any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead, and when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth. Truth.